Hey everybody, OMG, here we are again. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who tuned in last night. Today is Monday um, at 10.58 a.m. And I typically go live and do the sex talks on Sundays. But what happened last night was uh, in the midst of me um, getting ready to post a video, it just disappeared. And so... I was a little sad about it. I'm not even gonna lie, I was very sad about it. And I just went ahead and took that L, went to sleep, and I said, hey, I'm just gonna do it again tomorrow, whatever. You know, this happens. Um, yes, so here we are again. We had a really great conversation last night, and that doesn't mean that the conversation has to stay there. Like I say all the time, I can't have the conversation without you, but it's never over. The conversation is never over because there's always so much more to talk about, especially the topic that we're talking about today, which is self-stimulation, AKA masturbation, okay? So I'm gonna go ahead and take my time with these notes today. Um, and, you know, I did last night as well, but there's a few things I added. Um, after the fact, um, in my afterthought. So that's one advantage to the video disappearing is that I'm gonna add thoughts uh, that I got to process a little bit overnight. Um, if you're joining me right now in this moment or in playback, feel free to send this video to three or five of your friends that you think would benefit from this conversation or enjoy this conversation. Uh, and just feel free to let your hair down and and if things if things feel weird or feel uncomfortable, ask yourself where is that coming from and get to the root of that. You know, journal about it. You know, or shoot me a line in my DM and let's talk about it. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I'm not even gonna lie. You know, like uh, I had, I had already did a talk about masturbation. Um, uh, maybe back in August, I did a talk about masturbation back in August and. Um, so I, I I decided I was gonna take that video down, redo it, and then when I was and when I was re recently rethinking about redoing it, I had asked on my um, Lieutenant Sunny page what what are topics people would be interested to talk about, and people kept saying pleasure um, and masturbation. I thought that was really interesting, and I was already thinking about it, thinking about redoing it, um, but. Before I can sit before you guys, you know, and share my thoughts about these things, I think that as a host of something like that's such a big topic, I should I should know where I stand with these things um, and things like that. So last night's conversation was a little more challenging, um, especially just thinking through some things and my own experiences and just what people have shared with me about their experiences and. Um, yeah, it's it could, it's a lot. It's a lot to dissect. So, yeah, and I'm still learning and growing, like we're doing together. So, anywho, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in these notes. Please feel free to add comments if you're in here right now, or if you're watching this in playback. Um, I always come back and read comments and continue to have the conversation, as you know, um, if you've been a part of the sex talk uh, this year, you know. So, uh, yeah. Number one. What is the definition of masturbation, right? Uh, it means stimulation of the genitals with the hand for sexual pleasure, okay? Uh, it looks like the word masturbation originated back in the 1800s and progressed in its usage as time went on. 
And so something that I think is really interesting about knowing the definition of words and looking at the origin and when it originated, it speaks to how progressive language is and how, um, how you know, old things are. And the context that I added um, to it was the fact that for, for the average human, I believe we live for about 100 to 115 to 20 years. I, don't quote me on it, but I think the average human, not the average human, but um, humans were known to live for about 100 to 120 years. Something like that. The point is, whether it's 100 or 89 in the context of how long the earth has existed and how long we have existed as a population, uh, whether you believe in uh, God created the heaven and the earth or you be believe in the Big Bang Theory and dinosaurs, whatever. But we like this planet have been here for a very long time and we're in the 21st century and this word has been dated back to the 18th century. I think that's how I say it. But um I said all that to say is like we just like when we're introduced to something that doesn't mean that it's new. It's new to us. And so me personally I like to know the history and context and culture in which something was created um and things like that. And also it takes a lot of pressure off getting everything right all the time, you know, because it's like uh for example, sex work. S sex work is known to be the oldest profession, right? They talked about sex work in the Bible, prostitution. Um I don't think that I don't think that we know anything new that hasn't been here uh, before. So I think you know it's just I said that to say feel free to broaden your gaze when engaging in things that are new to you. You know, like there's that urgency of knowledge, um, an urgency of you know, hey, I know this thing, but yeah, not saying you're just learning about masturbation or I'm just learning about masturbation. I'm just saying like the word masturbation has been around for a very long time. Never mind. Um, my questions to you to think about, right? Uh, you don't necessarily have to answer these. If you do, feel free to drop a comment or shoot me a DM. But do you masturbate? If if so, how do you masturbate? And if not, why? I, I know a few folks who, who don't masturbate. They're just not interested in it. And that's okay. Um, and also, if you if you don't masturbate and you're interested in it, why why haven't you tried it, you know? Um, I'm not on either side. I just am opening the conversation, right? Uh, so I'm not shooting for it either side is what I'm saying. I want to encourage people to do what they feel is, it serves them, you know? Um, some people with vaginas use clitoral stimulation. Some people insert, uh, fingers or objects into their vagina. When it comes to self-stimulation, I'm aware that, uh, people with breasts, that enjoy nipple stimulation can achieve climax from nipple arousal. Uh, I assume that people living with penises use the standard hand stroke. Uh, if there is a more PC uh, term for masturbation for people with penises, please enlighten me. Um, I never really heard of a term outside of, you know, outside of that, but I'm here to learn, right? Uh, also, if you engage in self-stimulation but do not have breasts or a vagina or a penis, please educate me on other channels of self-stimulation, pleasure, uh, and masturbation. You know, um, masturbation looks different for all genders and genitalia and achieving climax and engaging self in self-stimulation looks different for everybody.
literally no one person is the same and like there, there's I, I believe that there's social norms of all like label labels genders cultures like there's always a norm there's always a tradition but you'd be surprised on how people get their needs met you know <laughs> uh I believe masturbation is way more common than we think and it's very taboo to talk about, but due to my interest in sexual liberation, healing, and body positivity, I intentionally seek outlets and information uh, that speak about this topic often. With that being said, talking about stimulation is more normal to me now in about the last three to five years because I've been intentional about seeking that information. Um, also, there is a great there are great docuseries, articles, etc about uh masturbation i also believe masturbation is a great way to connect with and learn your body if you're popping in i just want to say good morning thank you for tuning in and please feel free to share this video with three to five of your coolest friends <laughs> um so typically when people are masturbating they're trying here's what i'm gonna say and what I believe is when you masturbate, you're trying to achieve climax, right? And stimulate yourself. And um, one thing I wanted to talk about was the mental tool or the images uh, that we consume or hold in our mind when engaging in self-stimulation. And I believe that one of those, one of the most popular tools is pornography. And um, some people use pornography for stimulation and climax, right? And so what are your thoughts about pornography? Do you watch pornography? Do you even consume it? Are you against it? Have you never watched it before? If you know, either way, I'm not gunning for either side. I'm just opening the conversation. But what do you think about pornography? I think that the I think that the most accessible pornography is found in places like Pornhub, where the most popular imagery is very graphic, hardcore, and very unrealistic. Like channels, reality kings, brazzers and fake taxi i always struggle saying that one i've never heard anyone say it out loud so i don't know how to say it exactly um those three channels are the top three out of the most uh, out of the top 10 most popular channels on pornhub right now um my personal opinion is what i gather from the things i've consumed about pornography is that the industry has some very dark sides to it which i'm sure we can assume um, some people are sex trafficked into pornography, coerced into it, and put into movies outside of their will. And honestly, there is no way to really prove people's ages in these movies. Also, unless you seek specific outlets for or content creators, it can really compromise ethics to consume this content. And so the reason why, I'm going to explain a little bit why I, um, I even went that route actually right now it looks like in my notes i'm supposed to be explaining it right now but <laughs> so the reason why i wanted to speak to pornography is because i i actually was i stumbled upon uh pornography um at a young age and it was uh it was just circumstantial it was because i was i was in um i was in this i was at this uh what's what's the name it was a it was a video shop back in the day when we used to go buy and rent VHSs. Wow! Um, and so I was in a video shop in one of the um, one of the back rooms, waiting for a relative to get off work, and that's where they rewound the tapes. And that was the first time I saw uh, pornography, and I was in there for a long time. I didn't watch the movie or anything like that, but it was like the first time that I saw it on you know you know like the the VHSs that have the sleeve. 
<laughs> and then those are the cheaper ones but the vhs's that had like the bubble the bubble uh case to it those were the you gonna pay a few dollars to rent that video it was one of the deluxe and so they had some very very graphic images on um on the uh case of the vhs and i think that that was the first time that i saw uh I saw a few different images on that, um, what's the word, the packaging, but I didn't, I kept it to myself. I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. And I'll explain more of that later down the road. But um, as I got older and, you know, like, I want to say like, when I got to a point where I'm like, look, this, this is my house, this is my Wi-Fi, this is me, I'm, I'm doing this, this is all me. I can't get in trouble for what I'm doing. I did start consuming pornography, but after I got older and, you know, just started learning more about the sex industry and, um, and actually like seeking out interview interviews and reading things about people who are sex workers in, in the porn industry and outside of the porn industry, even people who do ministry in the porn industry. Yeah, I've seen a lot of things, but, um, I said all that to say it started to weigh on my ethics and boundaries around certain things, um, especially when I started to work through my own junk and just, you know, the imagery that's portrayed of uh, black women in uh, pornography just really started to, you know, it, it made me think about some stuff. And so um, learning, knowing what I know now, I just, uh, I actually started Googling, like, are there are there uh, safer spaces for people who are in the porn industry? Because I believe that, um, I believe that from the interviews and articles that I have read uh, and documentaries that I've watched, there's people who speak highly about the porn industry. Um, they chose it as a profession. They enjoyed it. They were in and out, and then they moved on. Um, and so that that curiosity really sparked um, me to keep looking and digging, like, are there safer spaces in the porn industry for people? And there was. So I said all that to say uh, there are content creators who are um being intentional about carving out lanes for a pornography that's safer for the workers um and centering femme and queer people and just making sure people are protected and tested you know just practicing ethics and boundaries in their uh in their in creating their content which i think is beautiful um because if that's someone's profession they should they have the right to be protected um, and enjoy that enjoy what they're doing so um yeah that's that's those are my thoughts about pornography so what do you think about pornography do you if you masturbate do you use pornography to achieve climax um and what's that experience like um yeah yeah i'm gonna let that marinate so uh shame and religion right so i grew up in a very shame-based environment black christian pentecost it got wild. So they were very, they were very hell. They were very heavy on the quote, "You're going to hell if unquote," right? And so masturbation was heavily frowned upon. Uh, we can take this back to the genitalia conversation about how religion and sexual trauma created youth with neglected genitalia. Uh, that that's something that I, that bothers me. Like I just really, I really wish that people. Um, who lead congregations or start churches, keep in mind that we are sexual beings and, and like we have uh, very natural desires to engage in sexual activity in that appropriate time and it should be talked about. Um, but yeah, religion drew a huge wedge 
in that area for me and the big people in my life. Um, it was not masturbation was not talked about, sex was not talked about, body parts was not talked about, none of that. And you know, that you know, it was like ooh, I just just thinking about the little babies, just thinking about the little you know the youth who are developing hormones and all this and they just fill it away and they go to church every day and yeah my heart goes out to them but that's why we're here right hopefully they stumble upon these videos um so like i said it before i didn't and i'm sure like the mass majority of the population did not receive healthy sexual education and that's just what it is you know what i'm saying but we can change those things for men Okay, talking to the men right now, or men or people living with penises, right? Um, I'm aware that there are different pressures and cultures of shaming when it comes to masturbation and self-stimulation. Would you be open to sharing those experiences? You know, um, I don't, I don't have the experience that people living with penises had, um, but I know for sure growing up. Um, Though masturbation was shunned in the environments I grew up in, I believe that the males in my life got it worse from what I can remember. Um, masturbation was definitely painted as a thing that only desperate people did or sexually deviant people did um, or sin, like sinners. Like, like that's so harmful, you know, but like. Um, I'm curious to know, I've never really openly talked about masturbation with other men, um, but as far as their experience and, you know, all the, those different things, but I'm sure it's very different, you know, like, um, yeah, just so, so much. So anyway, uh, self-disclosure, just a heads up, I'm about to start self-disclosing some things, okay? Um, <laughs> When I first started engaging in self-stimulation, I always had a sense of shame before and after um, and things like that, given everything that I've touched on so far and even in other videos. No pun intended. <laughs> I always do that. Um, but yeah, shame definitely, shame definitely like weighed on me when it came to um, self-stimulation. Um, but... I mixed this up so no i'll just i'll just follow the notes follow trust the notes right um but yeah masturbation has been a factor in my walk with celibacy being successful uh, i believe sexual attraction lust and the desire to have sex with someone can put a glaze over your eyes which uh can really jeopardize our judgment and so personally, when I've been in steamy situations where I thought I wanted to have sex with someone, I gave myself the option to see if I still have that same desire after I, I, after self-stimulation. 100% of the time, my desire changed um, and I was able to see clearer. And here we are 877 days later. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. But how did I reduce shame when engaging in self-stimulation? I put on my big person panties and started to talk about it, right? With my friends. And so I have friends who I've joked about it with and we'll send memes to each other and we'll like laugh and joke, but we never really sat down and talked about it, right? And so, um, so one day, actually a few months ago, 
I had reached out to a friend that I often joked about it with, a female friend, and I had asked them, um, I had asked them, like, I know we joke about masturbation, but, like, do you actually masturbate? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, would you be comfortable enough to, like, uh, what about it? Like, tell me about it, you know? So we had a very good conversation about masturbation, and I just began to normalize the conversation um, within within, within my trusted community. Now, mind you, I don't talk about these things in my personal life with everybody, um, cause that could get a little bit tricky, but I definitely have people in my life who I, uh, create those, I, I build, I build that type of safety and, and, um, transparency with, but yeah, that's just what I think about that. Um, but another way that I reduce feelings of shame surrounding sexual stimulation, I mean, self-stimulation is I have developed mental and goal-oriented exercises I practice before, during, and after self-stimulation. And it has been a very pleasant experience. And so an example of that, and feel free to adopt this um, practice. It's, it's an exercise that I just developed over time because like I said to go back to what I was saying about pornography it just really started to bother me you know like the the outlets that I would want to consume pornography from they're still being created you know it takes time to build these things I'm sure they need money and you know great actresses and actors and act actees anyway <laughs> oh shit so I um I just developed this, uh, I just developed this practice and I actually don't, I haven't watched pornography in a very long time, but, um, what I do is I take time to meditate on the things, um, I take time to meditate on the things that make me feel powerful and get in a space of self-admiration. Um, things like passion and joy, um, make me super excited and sometimes I can get so overwhelmed, like I'll become aroused. (laughs) It's like, you know, there's, I got to do something with that energy. Uh, and something that also makes me, uh, something that also makes me aroused is dancing in my underwear. Um, you know, the cute shit. And so I, I use those images and those words in my mind to achieve climax. But in the beginning, it took a lot of practice to stay focused because for, for I know for speaking from being a cisgender Femme presenting woman, um, my experience with my hormones and my biology, my makeup, is that I, what I've learned is that for women, it takes more of a mental and emotional connection to achieve climax. And so I don't have the exact statistics, which is something I wanted, but um, women, like the percentage of women who engage in heterosexual sex, actually climaxing is, is very low compared to how uh how many men actually achieve climax in heterosexual sex uh and so it's more of a mental and emotional connection for women um and so using that information i just i did what i what i did what i did with that information and created this exercise and so i literally will meditate on the word passion or the word excitement or happiness or sunny you know like um, and it's taken a lot of self-love and, um, you know, getting to know myself and maturity. It's definitely taken a lot of maturity to stay in that mental state of self-love and excitement and understand I'm doing this for me, you know. Um, and yeah, 
I'm always interested in growing and maturing and things like that, but that's something that I've replaced and transformed in my life as far as pleasure and self-stimulation. How about you? What, do you, what does that make you think of? Um, are you interested in practicing different exercises when engaging in self-stimulation? If that's not your thing, hey, no judgment. I'm not gonna for either way. I just wanna open up the conversation. Uh, so yeah, um, there was one thing I wanted to mention, but I, it, it ran out of my mind. Yep, it's gone. Now, couples masturbation is a real thing. Have you ever masturbated? If you're in a relationship, have you ever masturbated with your partner? Um, hey, I, I believe couples masturbation can really intensify connection and vulnerability with one another. Of course, if that's what you're in, aiming for with your partner. And I think it's important to create safe spaces in all sexual encounters, all of them, all sexual encounters. Gotta be a safe space for you and the other person or people. Hey, um, but my questions for the couples in here or the couples who are watching this in playback, uh, have you ever masturbated with your partner? If yes, did it intensify the connection in a positive way? If yes, was it an experience you enjoyed personally, you know? Um, if not, if you have and, and it wasn't good, can you open that conversation with your partner and talk about like, hey, we did this thing and when it ended, I didn't feel that great, you know? Um, can we redo that? Or, or, or I think this is the root of why I didn't feel good about that. Can we talk about that? What do you think about that? You know? Um, and if you haven't done couples masturbation and are interested, do you plan to communicate that with your partner? I can't stress this enough. Whether you're in a a platonic relationship with somebody or a romantic relationship with somebody it is so important to express your basic needs or your needs or your expectations of one another i believe that conflict that's the under unexpressed communication and expectation is the underlying um issue of a lot of bigger problems in relationships and things like that and so um, especially with sexual activity, I highly encourage all people, whether you're in a relationship with someone or you're engaging in a sexual act with someone, and, you know, like you guys are just, that's just what you do or whatever. Ex express your needs, express your boundaries, communicate, speak up, make sure you, you feel comfortable and respected. Leave those encounters respected. And if respect isn't being served at the table, I want to encourage you to reevaluate. And, and maybe walk, hey, walk, you know, maybe walk away. I don't know. Like, it ain't me. So I can't really say, but I just want to put that out there. Like, seven billion people in this world. Okay? Billion. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Um, last but not least. Mental health and masturbation. There are, when it comes to, when it comes to stress and, um, you know, what I, what I learned about mental health and masturbation is there's, there's both, it's both sides. It's like both and, you know, like stress, anxiety, um, depression, it can, it can lessen your libido or your sex drive or your, your, your desire to engage in sexual activity. And also in some instances, 
um, masturbation and sexual activity and things like that can increase, you know, your, your, um, like stimulation in your mind and, and your chemicals, it, it can put you in balance. You know what I'm saying? It can make you feel good. Uh, and so, you know, the, the, there wasn't too much I wanted to say about mental health, but I know in my personal experience, there's been times where I've been stressed out and I'm like, yo, I'm going to go get it cracking. And then I am done and I feel like I'm on top of the world. Like I got a second wave. I'm ready to take on this day, you know? Um, but there was definitely times where I've experienced depression. I'm just like, I don't even want to look in a mirror. Like, nope undergarment hell no give me the fruit of the loom big panties don't even look in my direction you know so it, it all really de just depends on the individual and how they um process their uh emotions and thoughts and things like that uh but what do you think about that how has mental health um impacted your libido or your sex drive or the lack thereof whatever it is you know um and i think even though this is even though this is like i say this isn't just the only conversation. This isn't um, this isn't the end all be all. This is just a snapshot of my my perspective on self stimulation and masturbation. Um, and so I'm always open to open the dialogue and broaden my gaze. You know, but what does that look like for you? I feel like everything I've discussed in in these notes all are kind of intertwined. I believe that sometimes our upbringing. No, not sometimes. A lot of the time, one hundred percent of the time, our upbringings, um, the experiences that molded us and shaped us, and uh, you know our faith-based systems, the culture and context of family ties, and just our uh, self-image and societal pressures and context can very they they're intertwined and they can weigh on the way that we feel and process and engage in and consume certain things so um masturbation pornography uh you know your body all that could be it could be a new territory because you know your your outside experiences and your outside influences made it that way that it's like nope don't touch your body don't look at your body don't even think about your body because it's all sin unless you're buried and then and then go for it which is a whole nother conversation um but yeah like like i said this is just a snapshot of my perspective but i think if we if we uh massage out these uh topics and and actually open dialogue for them, we could really find a lot of healing in these things. So do you masturbate? Are you interested? Are you not interested? It's just not your thing. If you're in a relationship, do you want to masturbate with your partner? Have you ever done that with your partner? Um, if not, or, or if you want to do it again, have you had that conversation? Do you express your needs um, to yourself and others when you're engaging in sexual activity? Are you protecting yourself? Do you know your COVID status? Because it's getting crazy out here. I want you guys to be safe, you know, not just not just sexually, health-wise, you know. I don't know if you can, well, I mean, if you're six feet, you're going to have to be less than six feet with somebody in order to contract COVID and engage in sexual activity. Well, I mean, shit, I don't know. Like, some people can. Can you have socially distanced sex with somebody? How do you do that? I don't know. Anyway, that's not the point. I'm going to check out these comments real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to screenshot them, actually. Because I gotta go. Um, I love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate y'all. Please share this video with three to five of your friends. Share it in your story. Tag me. Um, and 
the conversation doesn't end here. Remember, I cannot have the conversation without you. If you want to donate to the sex talk, please cash app or Venmo me at legend143. That's L-E-G-E-N-D 143. Love y'all. Stay up.